0: Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in CrossFit, Arkansas. Connect
1: with us online at freedomministriescrossfit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life.
0: We give you praise today, God. I know that since, since I've been studying... The fear of the Lord, um, it's changing my life. I mean, it really is changing my life. And God's God started dealing with me in some areas. And um, it's really a good thing. I told someone not long ago when they, we were talking about this the vision of this ministry, um, they wanted the vision of this ministry to come up on them, you know. And I said, well, God's going to touch some things in your life. And it, it may get a little touchy, you know, but if you want it, then that's the vision of this ministry. And, and that's exactly what he's doing just with us studying on the fear of the Lord. He started touching some things in my life. And I'm very grateful to him because I know that when I, read, when I meet him in the sky, <laughs> I want no wrinkles, no spots, no blemishes, I want everything to be right. I want to stand before Him in the fear of the Lord, in the fear of the Lord. And we've been talking about that. And, and what what is fear? What is this that we're talking about? It is awe, it is reverence. It's it combined all together, but it's also submission. Y'all know I never teach. I hardly ever stand up here that I don't, that submission doesn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> And, and this is no, I mean, this is the same thing. Whenever we are walking in the fear of the Lord, there is an attitude of submission in us because we, submission doesn't argue. Submission doesn't question. Submission does, just does without Question. Without argue. So if I'm, if I'm walking in the fear of the Lord, then that attitude is going to come up on me. That attitude of submission. Because, see, he's been dealing with me about the bigness of God. Even this morning, I got up early this morning just so I could get in his presence. Just what pastor said. You know, I, I went to bed and when I woke up this morning, I was in my flesh. I was. I know. I was in my flesh, and then I had, I just went in there and sat in my chair, and Keith's got the TV going in the bedroom all the time, so I had to put my earphones in, you know, I got to block out Fox News every once in a while, you know, and, and I had to just put the, just put some instrumental worship, nobody was saying anything, just that instrumental worship, and just sit there, and just, I love you, God, I love you, and I, Thank you for what you're doing in my life and how you're changing my perception of you. Changing the way I look at you, the way I see you, and the way I see me in you. Because, you know, if it wasn't for him, I couldn't even stand. In Genesis, he said, let us create man in our image. And then he he did. He created man. And then he He breathed life into him. Life. If he had not done that, we could not live. Every single part of me, every single thing I have, every single thing is due to him. It has nothing to do with me. Nothing. Yet his whole focus is on me. Is that not... (laughs) That is amazing to me that God, God, y'all, if you just close your eyes and you think, God, the creator, the one who said light be, and light never stopped being. It it, all of a sudden, where, you know, like that light came. And he, and he is the one that flung the stars in the sky. He knows every single star by name. He knows exactly where it is. Do y'all know that the closest galaxy to Earth—I started to say to America—the closest galaxy to Earth is 2.31 million light years away? (laughs) There's no way we could ever, ever, ever get there, ever. And God knows that. That's just one galaxy. You know, there's there's no telling how many. He's an awesome, awesome God, an awesome God. And he created me because he wanted to hang out with me. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. He wanted to hang out with me. Well, we needed, we needed a revelation of the love of the Father. We really, we really did as the body. We needed a revelation of the love of the Father, but now we need that revelation of who this almighty God is that is my Father. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. It's just awesome. Whenever you look at his creation, the word says that creation preaches a message. That the voice of creation never stops, and it preaches in every single language. Every time someone opens their eyes and looks into a mirror <laughs> and sees their self or they look into creation, creation is preaching the wonders of God, the awesomeness of God, just in, in looking at ourself in the human, the human body is an engineering feat <laughs> beyond anything anyone could do. I heard... Um, Derek Prince and he said that your brain is all folded up, you know, to get in your head. If it was laid out flat, it would cover an ironing board. Whoa. It's huge. And God folded it and stuck it in this little this little thing. Amen. I got it. Thank you. I mean, he's pretty awesome. He is pretty amazing. And you know what he says about the fear of the Lord? It is his delight. (laughs) Y'all want to look at it? Hallelujah. That is in Isaiah 11. I think that's where that is. Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11 and verse 1. Let me find it. I didn't mark them, so I wouldn't find them real quick and then go on, and everybody's still trying to find, but y'all found it before I did. Right here in Isaiah 11, he's talking about the Messiah, okay? There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the New King James. I don't think the King James says his delight. But the New King James says his delight is the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes. Nor decide by the hearing of his ears. My, 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 my. If Jesus... If Jesus Christ did not judge by what he saw and what he heard, amen, I should not be judging by what I see and what I hear, amen, and the fear of the Lord should be my delight also, hey, and it is becoming my delight because I'm starting to get an understanding of it. You know what I mean? Because we heard, I heard about it. You know, heard about the fear of the Lord, and we should have the fear of the Lord. But I didn't really, I did not really understand what it was. I really didn't. But in Isaiah thirty-three six, let's go look at that. Isaiah thirty-three and six. It says, wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. And the fear of the Lord is his treasure. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Now, y'all know that scripture in Matthew that talks about if if a man knew that there was a treasure hidden in this field, he would sell everything he had and go buy that field. So he could get that treasure. Well, the fear of the Lord is a treasure. It's a treasure. And I want to sell everything to get that treasure. Amen. I'm going after the fear of the Lord. I'm going after that in my life, in in this life right here. I'm going to go after the fear of the Lord. It's his delight and it's his treasure. And if if he treasures it like that, then I need to be... I need to be looking at it. I need, to be, I need to be allowing him to develop that in my life. Well, we just read in, in Isaiah 11 that that's, that is what came up on Jesus Christ, the spirit of wisdom, knowledge. The spirit of, or was it under, Let's go back and look at it because I don't want to miss that. Yes, understanding. I'm going to look at it. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, they go hand in hand, they go together. And this right here is the seven spirits of God, right? It's the the Holy Ghost. It's what came upon Jesus Christ when he came into the world to do his ministry, to do the works that he was sent to do. This spirit came upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, power, power. And counsel, knowing what to do with that power. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And I heard Derek Prince say that you will not have more knowledge than you have fear of the Lord. And you won't have more fear of the Lord that you have knowledge. They go hand in hand. So as we come to know this God, as we come to really know him, then we, we come to fear him. We come to stand in awe of his majestic Uh, He's just, we don't have words. I think that's why he gave us a prayer language. Because I don't have human words to even worship him. I don't have human words to really say what he is. I mean, he's God. He's God. You know? He's the creator. He's the, oh my goodness, he's God. And he chooses. He chooses To dwell on the inside of me. Hey, hallelujah. He chooses to dwell in me. His creation. I think it's awesome that that the whole universe was created for us. For us to have fellowship with him. That's why he created us. Because he wanted fellowship with us. He said in Exodus 29, where he's talking to the children of Israel, and he said, I brought you out so that I could dwell amongst you. And then he told them to build, build him a tabernacle so that I can dwell amongst you. I want to dwell with you. Amen. And then Jesus came. Hallelujah. And I became the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because he wants to dwell, the creator of everything wants to dwell in me. He wants to come alongside me, and when I sit down in my chair at 4 o'clock in the morning, I go, Jesus, he wants to come, right then, and say, what, honey? (laughs) Oh, woo, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Hallelujah. Shendo basa Just his presence is so wonderful. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Your presence is wonderful. Shendo Woo! You're wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That you want to be with us. That the creator of everything wants to be with me. He wants to come in and fellowship with me. Hallelujah. He It says that he yearns. He yearns for us. A yearning is a deep, deep thing. It's a... We don't get it very often—a yearning. We don't get that very often. There's not very many things that we really yearn for, you know. When I was a new mother, I yearned for that baby. I had to have that baby close to me. I had to. I yearned for my children, and and God, and that's just. He said to me one time, "If you being evil." you evil and you know how to give good things to your kids well how much more does he yearn for me he yearns for me mm. thank you for it god thank you thank you thank you that you yearn for us for your creation you created us for your pleasure hallelujah i was created for his pleasure Yeah, did. I don't know the song. (laughs) Thank you. I was created for it. Yes, yes, to make his praise glorious. And one thing that he has to deal with me about is, just like she's saying this morning, it's not always loud. It's just glorious. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, thank you, Lord. Mm.
1: Yes. Yes, you know, it's like a bridegroom. It's like a that you know he's beautiful. He made everything beautiful for us, yes. amen. And it's even being messed with because the enemy, yes. you know, and all that. But, but just think how much he loves us when you see those waterfalls and the flowers yes. and, and even rain. You know, rain is beautiful. Rainbows. Thank you, Jesus. Mountains. Yes, you go to Colorado and you. We took a little four wheeler up in there, and it's just like the cards. It's beautiful. It's like little icicles, you know, everywhere of white. It's beautiful. So that's what He made for us. Amen. Amen. Thank
0: you, God. Thank you you for it.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Let's look at Psalms 34. I don't forgot which way Psalms was. Oh, I f- thank you, Jesus, for your presence. There is nothing, nothing like it. And you know, when we can, when we can become so mindful of Him, that we can take a four wheeler ride up into the mountains, and it not be about me. Just you know, but but i can be so mindful of him that i can see his gloriousness and his beauty and and everything that he that
1: he did for us it, it's mm, yes i, I just <clears throat> i just felt to add that not only did he make everything beautiful for us but that but he made everything that had a song everything sings every, everything um even when you mentioned the universe it it hit me right then that that even the universe Makes song. Yes. There's sounds that mm. come from stars and from planets and from from nebula. All of that yes. sings of His creation. Amen,
0: amen. And he, he He loves sound so much. That's why He listens for our cry. That's why His ear is turned toward me and you. This this God that created everything. His ear is turned toward us. And he wants to hear us. He wants to hear us cry out to him.
1: Something that just hit me is that uh,
0: it says that each thing he spoke into existence, when he could have just thought it, he wanted us to know his voice. That's why he spoke, let there be light, let there be this. He wanted... his creation to know his voice amen Mm -hmm. amen and you know when it's talking about that the creation it says that in the beginning the earth was void and it was formless how does that let me go let me go look at that yes without form and void and that means um without order and chaotic that's what it means and the Spirit of God hovered, right? The Spirit of God was hovering. Hmm. Hey. Mm. He hovered over that disorder and that chaos. Hey. Hover, hover, hover over me, God, hover. Yes, just like a hen ho- covers over her chicks. And, but, but he said there was disorder and there was chaos in that. And the Spirit of God was hovering over it. The Spirit of God didn't do anything but hover until until that voice. When that voice said, <laughs> woo, when God spoke. When that God that's my father and he spoke (laughs) Mm, the spirit of God went hey and he brought order hey hey. he brought order then hallelujah he brought order (laughs) but he didn't move till God spoke that's a lesson for me don't move till God speaks Jesus said, I don't do anything that I see my father do. And I don't say anything I don't hear him say. So that's a, I mean, from Genesis 1, 1, 2, 3, 4. Whatever, all the, it's a, it's a lesson in don't move till God says. And then when God says, you go, you go right then with whatever he says. And you do that and you do nothing else. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. It'll take that. Yes, that will completely demolish chaos and disorder. Hello. We are so glad to have you. We couldn't wait till you got here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're talking about the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Ooh, it's a wonderful thing. It's his treasure. It's his delight. Amen. He says in, in, in Psalms 37 that the angels encamp around those who fear the Lord. Ooh, amen. Fear of the Lord. Ooh. He's hovering, hovering over that disorder and that chaos that's in my life, yeah. hovering over it, all that stuff, all those things that I do to destroy my body, to destroy my health, to destroy my my relationships to, that destroys everything about me. He's hovering. He's hovering and as soon as God hears that cry come out of my mouth, he speaks and he says, go fix her. <laughs> Woo. And the Holy Ghost just, whoosh, he just wraps me up then. Hallelujah. When I say, yes, Jesus, I want you. I want you. I want all of you. I want you to fix me, God. I just, if you never fix me, I want you. I just want you. I want you. Then that seven spirits of God come. Woo that wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might hallelujah the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord come up on me hallelujah and he starts working and he starts dealing and he starts showing me things you know i don't need you don't need to do this i want you to be holy cuz i'm holy and if you want to hang with me like i want to hang with you we got to be holy. Hey, thank you. And so he makes me. Yes, ma'am. Isaiah 11. Yes. Isaiah 11. I done left that place too. Woo, Jesus. Verses 1. Let's start with verses 1. Isaiah 11. Man, when you get drunk, you can't find nothing. <laughs> and things start kind of running together. <laughs> Woo, I need new glasses. I just need Jesus. <laughs> Woo, I, need, I need glasses to see with, and then I need glasses to see when I get drunk with. Oh, there came forth. Uh, No. <laughs> There shall come forth a root from this rod. (laughs) I tell y'all I can't let me do this. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. I knew root was in there. And the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding I can have wisdom and understanding. He said, with all you're getting, get an understanding. If I have wisdom, but I don't have understanding, I ain't going to know what to do with a wisdom. Right? I'm just going to have a big head. And wiz- Y'all know my brain is as big as an as a ironing board if it's laid out. Mm. When I found that out, I was like, whoo, I should be smarter than I am. Hallelujah. The spirit of counsel and might. Counsel is knowing what to do. It's, it's being able to follow instruction. It's being able to, you know, God say, do this, and that's what I can do. And that might, that spirit of might is power. What do we get after the Holy Ghost comes upon us? Power. power. To, be to be a witness. Y'all remember when we taught that, that word witness is a living Martyr. Well, that means I'm a living witness and I will die for him because I have to die to my flesh in order to be really used in every way by him. Amen. So that's what I get when that spirit comes up on me, counsel and might. Got to have them together. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Knowledge, I count it all done except to know him. I want to know you. I pray it all the time over my life that the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him would dwell on the inside of me. Hallelujah. I got to have that knowledge when I come to start knowing who this mighty, mighty God is that I serve. Fear comes up on me, that reverence, that awe. And submission. Mm, submission comes with the Holy Ghost, y'all. Can I just say that again? Because I didn't know I was fixing to say that. That was one of them things that just came out. Submission comes with the Holy Ghost. If I go, If I do that, Better be submitted to God and all those around me because <laughs> He says to submit to it. E- oh, let's just go look at it Ephesians 5. Yeah. Ephesians 5. I just heard somebody say, Submission brings protection. You said it loud enough for these ears to hear. Well, yes, it does. Protection. Ephesians 5, is it 21? Because y'all know I can't see this Bible. Okay. At 21, yeah. Submitting yourselves one, oh my goodness, male and female, he and her, them, committing, submitting, <laughs> same thing, same thing, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Amen? I have to submit myself to God and to Ernie. Hey. And he says that if I will make it easy on those that are over me, it'll go well with me. Right? So there's spiritual authority that's over me. And if I'll submit, put myself right up under there, I'm safe. I'm snuggled in, I'm submitted, and it's going to go well with me. Amen? Amen? <laughs> Thank, yes, it has. It has gone. So, Jesus has been so good, so good to me. Whenever we learn that submission, that's part of the Holy Ghost. Jesus was submitted. He was submitted, and he took his authority amen because that's a part of submission too and i never saw that before that's a part of submission when i can take my authority whenever i something hit me wednesday night when you were teaching and i was like "Mm, that goes along with the fear of the lord that whenever whenever i walk in the fear of the lord i will take my authority because this is what god gave me god called me to this and if i am walking in the fear of the lord I will not allow any devil to mess with what God gave me. Hey, I will not allow any devil to mess with this ministry. No. Ain't no devil messing with my kid. I learned that one real quick. Girl, let me get there. (laughs) Yes, everybody in here preaches. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody, I'm not going to allow the enemy to come in and mess with anything that God has given me, nothing. Thank you for teaching us how to take our authority. Hey, because it's mine. He gave it to me. He said, I give you, I give you authority over the power of the enemy. I give it to you. So I got to take it. If I'm walking in the fear of the Lord. I'm going to take it, if I'm if I don't take my authority and see this where he kind of he he gut punched me he really did he like mm. if I don't take my authority I'm walking in fear of man, and then guess who's my God, man, mm. that's who my God is whoever you fear is your God, mm mm-hmm. because there's a scripture somewhere where where Jacob is talking. And he says, the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac. And the fear of Isaac. I don't know where it's at, but we'll find it for next Sunday. And, and, when, and, and it goes on and says it again, in the fear of Isaac. And so Isaac was, he was known for his fear of God. He feared God. We, if we fear something else, that's what we serve, Right? If I fear man, I'm serving man. I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to make you happy. So I'm serving you. Therefore you have become my God. He will have no idols before him. Genesis 31:42, that's where it's talking about fear. Genesis. I don't even know why I'm turning my Bible. You know I'm going to have to turn around and look. Genesis 31, 42. <laughs> Except the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me. Surely thou hast sent me away now empty. But he's saying if, if the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, there, it's the same thing. The God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac. Isaac feared God. Amen. That's how he could sow in the land of famine cuz God said to. Hey. Amen. He said he would his angels would encamp around those that fear him. So whenever he speaks in the land of famine, he speaks in the land of circumstance. He speaks when things are rough. God speaks and tells me to do something that ain't easy. It ain't something I want to do. It don't make no sense. I do. I'm walking in the fear of God. When I I obey, without question, I am submitted, walking in the fear of God. And if I don't obey God because of what you think, then you are my God. Mmm. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, forgive me every single time I yielded to the fear of man. Every single time I yielded to the fear of control. Every single time, God, that I yielded to the fear of something else besides you. God says, why fear man who can only kill you? Fear God who can kill you and send your soul to hell. Thank God he's merciful and he's gracious and he loves me. Amen. And he's not going to send me to hell, but only because I accepted his son. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I totally. Hallelujah, I don't want my fear. I don't want my God. I don't want anything except Him. He is my God. I do not want to fear anything but Him. If I fear Him, if I walk in the fear of the Lord, then I'm not going to submit to a spirit. And I'm not, I'm not going to submit to those things. You know, there's another one in there that talks about their God being their belly. <gasps> that one hit me too. But, that's, I mean, he has to show us these things. You know, I want, I want him to be my God. Him, only him, nothing or no one else, him. I want to walk in that fear of him. I want to walk in that awe and that reverence and that submission of him. Only him. And whenever I walk in, some, in that fear of the Lord, then I'm going to be submitted to you, to every one of you. Amen? All that means is I just put you before me. That's all that means. I put him before me. It's amazing to me that we, the creation, try to put ourselves over the creator all the time. All the time. Put myself over him all the time. We don't have that conscious thought like the devil did. But it's the same thing. You know, he's, he thought, well, I'll put myself over him. I'll put my throne over him, and I'm going to have all this, you know. We don't have that thought. But when I will not do what he says because I'm afraid of what you're going to think of me, or I'm afraid you're going to get mad at me, or I'm af- whatever I'm afraid of, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting myself over him. Or if he wants me to step out and prophesy. And I won't do it. Because I'm afraid. Then I am my God. Me. I'm serving me. Not him. Amen. Do I have five minutes? Oh. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what we need to just examine ourselves and see what it. What am I afraid of? What What do I serve really? I want to serve Him, 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 Him. Um, let me, let me look for just a second. There's something I wanted to talk about. Oh. In Proverbs, fourteen. Let's go there. 14, I think it's 26. Thank you, Jesus. Talking about taking our authority. Get this one. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. We're not timid. And I am not afraid of man. And I'm not afraid of the devil. Amen? If I walk in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. Because, you know, we was talking about taking our authority a while ago. If, if, I am, if I'm timid and I'm walking in the fear of man, I haven't yet tapped in to the fear of God, to the fear of the Lord. Because he says right here, you know, and his word is true. His word is true. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence. And and get this, y'all. Get this. And his children (laughs) will have a place of refuge. This thing ain't all about me. It's not all about me. It's about my descendants. I think the King James says his descendants will inherit the earth. Amen. It is very beneficial to us to learn... To, get a, to, to allow the Holy Ghost to develop that fear of the Lord in us. Because it's already here. Whenever the Holy Ghost came up on me. When I received the baptism. When I received the infilling. Whatever you want to call it. When I got saved and the Holy Ghost came in me. All of this comes. It all comes right then. But that don't mean that I let him do anything with it. Because there's also some scriptures that talk about those who did not choose the fear of the Lord. So, because I, I can choose it, I can choose to walk in the fear of the Lord, and if I don't, there's some things that happen. He says calamity's gonna come up on you. Calamity's gonna come up on you, Andy, <laughs> um, Julie. Calamity and storms and all that stuff will come up on you, and he's he's just he's gonna turn his head. Um,
1: John Bevere says in the or he quotes the Message Bible, and he says, you can sum up fear of the Lord in one word, which is basically obedience. Yes. And then he goes on to say, you can tell people who fear the Lord by their actions, and their actions are that they obey him
0: instantly. Instant. They obey him even if it doesn't make any sense. Amen. Amen. They obey him, (laughs) even if it hurts. Yes, obey him if they don't see the benefit of it. Yeah, and obey him to completion. To completion. That is that is total submission, Pastor. That is total submission.
1: He's talking about it's easy for man to rise above, you know, set ourselves above God, and I believe that's because we we're created to take authority, and so if we don't take authority over the portion that God's given us, we're always trying to rise up above our husbands, above our leaders, above everything else, but the the one thing that he gave us to take authority over. So, that is just how he created us. We're supposed to have dominion, we're supposed to take dominion, but it's over what he's given us, not out of that, out of that line. I don't Take authority over my husband. He says, "Submit to him." Yeah. So uh, we try to, and that's why you deal with a lot of controlling spirits. But if we could see that, what did God call me to do? And rise up and take that place, we can have all the authority we want right there, Amen. running devils off of that, Amen. and and people and everything else that try to stop that. Amen. 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 I think that I, can I just pray? God, is it? T- God, we just thank you. We thank you for teaching us, for taking our authority, yes. God teaching us the fear of the Lord is taking our authority with you, God, and walking hand in hand with you and being obedient to the call. You said Jesus was obedient, that he learned through the things that he suffered, God. We just give you praise. We thank you today for your sweet anointing here in your presence, coming upon your people in the prayer and in this Sunday school this morning. And thank you for everything else that you're going to do the rest of the service We're We're ready, we're excited, we're open, God. We open our spirits up right now to receive an impartation. There's an impartation here today, God, and we thank you. And we keep ourselves prepared for that and holy and reverent the rest of this service in Jesus' name.